this is Nick Sorrentino, and this is the Business Socializer Podcast Edition for October 21st, 2022. Glad you're here as your audio guide for this week's letter. Uh, this week, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, TikTok ads. Um, we're going to talk about um, uh, fake reviews online. Uh, they stink. Uh, we're going to talk about some crypto. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, how small businesses get help with tech. Uh, we're going to talk about the metaverse and uh, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, missteps. Uh, I mean, man, it, missteps is right. Anyway, so uh, you know, we opened up six great uh, ads on TikTok, uh, and why they made us tap the link um, in the. In the uh, the letter, uh, we link to uh, a uh, an article that examines uh, six great ads um, from some pretty big companies. Um, we 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 posted a link uh, to Kung Fu, uh, an ad by uh, a Kung Fu Tea, um, and I will say that it made me laugh. It made my 15-year-old uh, daughter, uh, who this ad is squarely aimed at, laugh. Uh, and it, it's I feel bad, but, I mean, it basically, yeah, it just starts off with this little slide. It's going to sound worse than this. But anyways, sliding down this, uh, one of those late metal slides, she gets, she kind of gets this little toddler. <laughs> she like gets a, watch the video. Anyway, uh, but it's a great example of how uh, a TikTok ad can be done well uh, because this uh, Kung Fu uh, tea ad is, I mean, like we clicked it three or four times. I mean, uh, and uh, it's all of 10 seconds long. And uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm not a Kung Fu tea uh aficionado frankly i didn't know what it was until about two weeks ago um but now i'm like huh that looks, that looks pretty good um so you know anyway so that's you know kung fu tea let's see crumble cookies some of their ads doordash um yeah it, it's just good stuff it's just it, like it, you know they they obviously have ad companies behind them you know and a budget for pushing the stuff um, that you know maybe maybe you don't um, maybe you do um, but probably not most small businesses don't um, and uh, but the thing is you can learn from what they're doing and kind of you know extrapolate you know things that you can do uh, in your efforts um, you know in TikTok. Uh, you know, and and in your more limited way, most likely, um, you know, you can kind of replicate their success. Um, I've seen it done now um, by a, a couple of folks uh, that are, you know, small and mid-sized businesses, uh, not just people, you know, um, I've read about in articles or in papers or whatever, but seen firsthand. Uh, so experiment with TikTok, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it is compelling. You know, it is the number one search engine for people under the age of 30. That's pretty amazing because it's the number one search engine is also, you know, um, I think for people under 21, it's the number one social media 
Uh, I think under 30, it's still Instagram. Um, but under, you know, kind of the younger brothers and sisters of the late millennials, uh, the Gen Zs, you know, um, TikTok is pretty ubiquitous with them. I mean, everybody uses it. Uh, you know, by the way, uh, we're going to explore some other new kind of hyper-local social media. Like one is Yik Yak. Um, I don't know that there's a whole lot of use in it. Uh, and I haven't explored it as much as I, you know, I will over the next seven days or so. And I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on it. Um, but uh, th there are a bunch of interesting social media emerging right now. Um, I mean, as Facebook continues to kind of decline, uh, you know, it's, it's like Rome. You know, it's like it's not declining overnight, but I mean, it just seems like it's a steady march downward. Uh, more on that in a little bit. Anyway, um, I want to talk about fake reviews. Um, you know, anybody who's who has a business, um, you know, is subject to this kind of fraud uh, potentially, uh, and it happens often. I personally have been, uh, you know, I've had people do this to me. Uh, I had a, a very prominent website um, for for a while um, that you know, focus on economics and stuff. And some people just didn't like what I had to say. And so they, uh, they would, uh, give me bad reviews, uh, to counter the good reviews that I got. Uh, I mean, with no reason other than they just didn't like me. Um, you know, but, but like for other companies, I mean, it might not be because they don't like your opinions. They just want to like, you know, kill your business as much as possible. Uh, in the, the letter, uh, we cite the example of a realtor, uh, a successful realtor, and then suddenly uh, their five-star ratings just got hammered, and these people are leaving these one-star ratings. And they're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? This is really impacting our business. Um, and in this case, the realtor was actually uh, uh, talked with a, an organization called Fake Review Watch, and they were actually able to go in and look and who left these messages and surprise, surprise, it was associated with a network of people who do this for money. Um, you know, people will go in and leave fake reviews uh, on purpose to just hurt their competitors. And sometimes competitors will hire somebody to go after their competitors. Um, it, it's, it's, it's online vandalism. It's malicious. Um, it, it's pretty horrible, actually. Um, and, it, and unfortunately some people think that it's, it's okay to do. It's not, uh, and it can cost you time and money. Um, and, uh, if you, <laughs> if you have the opportunity to ever catch one of these people, catch them, um, because it is fraud, uh, and it is impacting businesses. Uh, in fact, according to one of the articles we, we cite, uh, the average consumer pays 12% more because of of, um, fake, um, fake reviews. Anyway, um, keep an eye out for that. Uh, it, this is an area that, that I think, uh, people are starting to pay closer attention to because right now the businesses, a lot of businesses just, I mean, it's just, it's just awful. It's not fair. And like just get hammered with these poor reviews for no reason. Um, and you know, people lose thousands, millions of dollars, uh, over it. So, Keep an eye out, um, and hopefully you can avoid that. Um, there's some, in the letter, there's some, a couple of links to places you can go to 
they redress some of the stuff. Uh, mostly it's a cautionary tale. Um, I want to talk briefly about crypto. Uh, yeah, two big giant companies moving into the crypto space. Okay, so crypto, start, I remember when I, I, I first became aware of Bitcoin way back in another life. And I remember writing a little bit about it when it was at $4 a Bitcoin. I think it's poking around 20,000 now, I think, and it's been up to 60,000, 60 plus thousand. Anyway, whatever. Um, but we've had this period, a decade of maturity in the crypto space. And, you know, you've had, you, you know, you have Bitcoin, you have Ethereum, and then you got a whole bunch of other ones. Um, but Google is going to accept crypto payments for their cloud services in 2023, which is an interesting, you know, if you're inclined this way, uh, if you do, you know, Google cloud business and, you know, and you're at all inclined towards crypto, I wouldn't suggest just, you know, venturing in on this, but it is kind of interesting. You know, crypto has taken a hit along with almost everything else here lately. Uh, and if you can you know, do cloud services at Google, it might not be such a bad time to pick up some um, that you can do, you know, um, business with and next year. It might make a lot of sense financially, but it might not. Of course, everything could just implode even more. Um, but, it, but the Google, uh, payment, uh, and the cloud service payments are going to be through Coinbase. So, uh, Coinbase is the biggest, uh, crypto exchange there is. It's very easy to use. Um, so we'll bet that Google will make it easy to pay them. Um, and then, you know, MasterCard is moving into crypto too. Um, they are, uh, you know, they're, they're going to help make uh, the process of uh, trading crypto easier, a bunch of other things. Uh, but the point is, uh, if MasterCard and Google are coming into crypto, I mean, that, that you know, it's it's happening. Okay, it's it's something that, that we as small and mid-sized business, business owners, uh, not only do we need to be aware of, I mean, we need to know about. Uh, I mean, I'm not suggesting go out and trade crypto. Um uh, in fact, I'm advising <laughs> not to, probably. Anyway, whatever, I don't give financial advice, but let me put it this way, just whatever, just don't listen to me on that stuff. But, uh, you know, but crypto as a, as a means by which to do business is only going to become more and more real. Um, even with, with regulators moving potentially against and all this sort of stuff, it's going to be part of the equation. I will be part of how most of us will do business in the next five to 10 years. Uh, like a, a significant portion of our businesses. Some businesses will do almost all crypto business uh, in the not too distant future. Uh, how that works out, I'm not entirely sure, but that's going to happen. And with all of this stuff, um, you know, crypto and, and the cloud and all sorts of stuff, you know, uh, one of the things, one of the, the challenges of uh, small businesses is that you know, hey, guess what? We don't have an IT department to count on. You know, uh, you know, I've worked for large companies like out of college. You know, and it's like, you know, we had a major problem with, you know, whatever's going on in the computer at the time. You know, and, and you know, pull a ticket, get the IT guy to come in and solve it. And boom, you know, well, not boom, but sooner or later it get fixed. The point is, it wasn't my concern for the most part. Uh, I mean, it impacted my work, of course, but 
as far as fixing it is concerned, I, I didn't have to worry about that. Well, as small business people, you have to, or we have to. Uh, and there are um, resources uh, that small business uh, owners can access uh, to help make better decisions around, um, you know, tech stuff. Now, first off, if it's, if you have a social media orient thing, marketing or whatever, uh, and you're a subscriber, uh, you're a paid subscriber to the Business Socializer, do not hesitate to send me an email. Just send me an email. I'll do the very best I can to sit you on, you know, in the right direction or solve your, your problem for you outright. That's part of the deal when you're a subscriber. But, you know, if you're talking about network stuff or, you know, whatever, um, you know, that's, that's not my area of uh, expertise. Uh, but I, I can, you know, at least help you maybe guide you in the right direction there. But you should have people who you can count on, network folks and, and, and uh, you know, website folks and stuff, stuff that you, you know, you know, people that you can count on. You, you need to search these people out before a crisis situation. Because uh, what happens often is that small businesses guess, um, you know, and they, they try to find somebody to do this work for them because they, they've entered into a crisis situation and they're over a barrel. Um, you know, uh, our advice is avoid being over a barrel. You know, have, uh, have somebody you like um, ready to go um, before the crisis hits. Um, speaking of crisis, uh, Zuckerberg... And Facebook, Meta, whatever, man, they are, you know, a year ago, uh, Zuckerberg changed the name, the Facebook was under a lot of scrutiny, and he came out, I was like, I am proud to say that Facebook is now Meta, and so Meta is the umbrella company for Facebook, Instagram, and so on. And, you know, there's all this fanfare about how, you know, we're all going to be these little emojis floating around, and, you know, in, uh, in cyberspace talking to one, one another and stuff. And how uh, Zuckerberg and Meta were going to lead the way in the metaverse. Well, the thing is, what's happened is well, a lot. First off, they, Facebook and company Zuckerberg, they have just stumbled. You could just feel right now like we have been kind of like we've got all kinds of issues with facebook but we've done a lot of good business with facebook too uh and you know we're kind of you keeping our eye out and, and hoping for the best that they're going to sort things out uh we are now in the camp where like clearly there are parts of the company that are on fire i mean things are not working well and a lot that it just doesn't feel right uh the uh stock price is off by 60 percent plus uh, for a year. Um, but like the metaverse just looks, it just doesn't look good. Like, you know, the, the, you know, the, the Facebook's version of the metaverse, but, uh, there are metaverses that are working, um, right now. Roblox is one. Your kids know all about it. I promise you. Uh, another one is Fortnite and Fortnite my daughter introduced to me right before she went off to college. Uh, and it's this virtual game. I've talked about it before, uh, where, you know, you got a hundred players go into this virtual world and kind of shoot it out to the last, there's the last person standing. But in this 
this place where you're running around, all these independent people are moving all around. I mean, it, it's so complicated. It is like its own little universe. And they've had concerts in this thing. Uh, and, you know, I can see the company's called Epic. And they are, you know, they are just running with things. And, and they seem to get the metaverse. So, if they, you know, like, if you want to get a, a, a real sense of where the metaverse is headed, at least at this moment, you know, forget the meta stuff and strapping that toaster to your head, okay? Just, you know, download uh, the Fortnite on your uh, PlayStation or your, you know, your Xbox, whatever, and go into it, poke around, because that really is, uh, that is where where things are headed, and frankly, where things are. I mean, people are doing business in it. It, it is very, very interesting and well worth your time, plus a super fun game. But, uh, you know, that's not a, I'm not really a video game person, but I, I like, I like Fortnite. That's fun. Um, in the letter, we also have a uh, report from the Wall Street Journal, uh, on, uh, on Zuckerberg and kind of his missteps. Uh, it's worth watching. That's a video report. Uh, and then lastly, you know, Fiverr, you know, the, the, uh, the micro contracting company, um. Yeah, has released their fall business trends uh, index, uh, and you know they're in a position to see really what trends are, are happening, kind of like Pinterest in that way. Uh, they're they're seeing what people are contracting for, what they're asking for, and uh, they list out some of these business trends. Um, really encourage you to uh, to go in and, and check that article out. What's interesting is that although Meta and you know Meta, Facebook, Instagram, etc., um, have had a bad year, people are still doing business. You know, businesses are still finding a value in engaging with Meta products, uh, and I mean we still do to some to some extent, um, but people are, are still putting money, particularly in Instagram, um, and that's working for them. Uh, and so check out that article. Uh, it's worth the time for sure. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys all have a good weekend. It's uh, peak uh, leaf color um, time here uh, in central Virginia. So I plan on going out with my wife, go for a drive, go check out the beautiful trees. Uh, I hope you have a lovely weekend also, and we will see you next week.